Whether you realize it or not, you are always designing your life. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Oh, 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 hey, hey, what's going on, my fellow flipbackers? Hope you guys are doing absolutely amazing. As you know, Christmas is upon us. And all the lights and fun things are coming out. Elves, we got elves around the house doing all kinds of mischievous. Um, and it's a good time. But, unfortunately, or fortunately... I am not going to be talking to you about Christmas today. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about goal setting. We're actually going to be talking about to you about why you maybe should consider not setting goals. But I'm also going to tell you why now is the time to set goals or whatever it is that I'm going to tell you you should call them. <laughs> so, let me back up a little bit. Um... Here's the deal. I see so many people don't ever get where they want to get in life. And the truth is I am a big believer in doing things with intention. Like if you aren't super clear on where you want to end up and what you want that to look like, you're going to end up somewhere that may not be the life that you hope that you would have. And maybe you kind of know, but you're not super clear on it. So I have a big believer in intention, being clear on what you want, how you want it to look. Because the truth is, whether you realize it or not, you are always designing your life. Okay. So today I want to talk to you about a few things. I want to talk to you about intention. I want to talk to you about when you should set goals, how you should set them, and maybe why you actually want to not even call them goals, why you want to maybe look at them from a different perspective. And then I'm going to talk to you about how you can go about achieving those goals. I have to keep calling them goals until I tell you what else you should call them, right? So uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. You guys ready? All right, let's dive in. Okay, so first off, some of you are probably wondering, why are you talking to us about goals during Christmas time? It's time to think about Santa Claus and candy and, and reindeer and presents and and peace on earth and all these other good things, right, that, that we should be thinking about during Christmas. And yes, I agree. We should be thinking about focusing on those things. However, right now, before it gets really crazy with Christmas, right, because we're kind of in that buffer zone just before, you know, December 15th, December 20th, around, you know, and when it starts to get really crazy. Right now is the time that you need to be setting your goals for next year. I see way too many people wait. They're going to wait until New Year's. And what happens New Year's? Like, it's still kind of the holiday season. Then people are celebrating the New Year. It's like the person who says, I'm going to wait till next Monday to go on a diet. I'm going to eat all the crap I can over the next few days, over the weekend, over the holiday, whatever it might be. And then Monday, I'm starting. And then, like, three months later, they say the same thing. After the weekend, I'm starting. Right? Like, you do not want to start your goals, setting your goals on January 1st, that's the worst thing you could possibly do. You want to hit the ground running. So you want to set your goals now. You want to be very clear on what you want to accomplish next year. And you want to start taking the actions now and putting things into place and having a very clear plan, a clear focus, so you can hit the ground running 
come 2019. So having that been said, you definitely should not set goals just once a year. You should set goals on a yearly basis. You should set goals on a quarterly basis. You should set goals on a monthly basis. And you should set goals on a weekly basis. And perhaps even a daily basis in some instances, depending on many things, which we won't get into right now. But um, that's how you should set your goals. And the way I like to set my goals is I like to come up with what's called a BHAG, right? A big, hairy, audacious goal. I like to come up with the realistic goal, like what, like what I think is very possible based on past performance, like based on what I've done before. And then the BHAG is this big, crazy, hairy, audacious goal. And I like to start with the end and reverse engineer as to where most people will try to think of like, oh, it can't, that's not possible. Blah, blah. No, like I like to say like, what if, what if I could make a million dollars? That'd be cool. What if I could flip a hundred houses? What does that look like? And I write it down. And I start working backwards. Okay, so now for me, it's like, what if I could make $100 million in, in three years? Right, that's my goal, to get to the point where I'm making $100 million a year in three years. And it's a, it's a BHAG, right? Like most people are like, whoa, you can't, oh, no way. Or, and then my other goal is a billion in 10 years, right? And there's going to be people like, you're crazy, that's impossible. Maybe it is, I don't know. But I like to set the goal because once I set the goal, what happens to me and I believe it'll happen to you as well is your brain is really powerful and it starts to come up with all the ways you can get there okay so that's what I like to do I like to to set it as a goal and then just start reverse engineering that and thinking through not can it be done but how can it be done now having that been said I did go to lunch with a good friend of mine yesterday and we were helping um, one of our friends like who who wants to like have a business like teaching people how to surf right and this guy wants to like go like he hasn't even yet like really achieved a um, like a stable business and he wants he's just talking big all the things he wants to do and all and that's like that's good but Jared talked to him about the, this guy that he met with I forget the guy's name but you guys would all know him I forget names but this guy is like one of the most successful like guys that go out and what are the guys' names and invest in like other people, like those guys on, or like venture capitalist type guys, right? He's one of the most successful of all time. Like he's invested in all these really highly successful companies. And Jared had a chance to meet with this guy once. And it's when Jared was a little younger in his business career. Jared started like 17 business now. And Jared was talking to him about um, all, like what he wanted to do with this business. And he was trying to get this guy to invest. And the guy's like, wait, so, slow down, slow down. You know, like, gotta eat pretend like you're a little like i don't know why i said a little pig or whatever it's like eat some oats like you know little pig go around like eat a few oats get a few oats and be happy with those oats and then from there you, you know you get some more oats and you keep growing from there right um so i, I want to be clear now it sounds like i'm contradicting myself and maybe i am but i'm not okay <laughs> you, you gotta they say goals like smart goals like part of one of those things is, is real realistic right i think that's the r realistic so if you have never made an offer on a house in your life and your goal next year is to make a million dollars and flip a hundred houses, that's not even a hack. That's like just a, you're not even realistic, right? Okay. So I just want to establish that. Okay. Um, that have not been said, you know what? I do like to think big and I like to push. So um, set that realistic goal, set that hack. 
And as you as you do that, sometimes setting that BHAG really causes you to push and really think about how you can actually make that happen. And then what I like to do from there is I like to break that down into shorter time frames. So if I'm setting a goal for for next year, let's say I was setting a goal, I was I was what I made like a couple hundred thousand last year, this year, and or let's say three hundred thousand, and I wanted to do a million next year. What I would do is I would break that down into monthly, and then I would create like my assumption is that I'm going to be doing more towards the end of next year than I am at the beginning of next year. So what I would do is I would break that down and say, okay, what have what have I been doing in the last few months? And then I would say, okay, what do I think is possible to do, uh, like like next month? But I take I take all that and I break it down over the next twelve months. And it would look something like maybe um, in January, it's at like, okay, I want to do 50,000 in in January. And I want to do 60,000 in February, 70,000 in March, 80,000 in April. And um, May. so, so by, by June, I'm doing like 100,000. And by the end of the year, I'm doing 200,000, right? You see how that would average out to be a million, okay? So what that does, it makes it more like, more like chewable, more doable, right? It's like, okay. Um, okay. So this is where I'm going to change directions just a little bit. And then you can kind of, you kind of break that down for the weeks. And so you have a monetary amount of, of what needs to happen. So this is where I'm going to talk a little bit about why perhaps you consider, should consider not setting goals, but rather, um, I heard someone recently talk about this and I'm going to keep thinking through it. And cause I do think it can be called something else, but he was talking about how you should set targets instead of goals, uh, which may seem pretty similar, but uh, the way he described it was, you know, think of it as like a destination. And this really resonated with me. He said, think of it as a destination. You know, when, when you go on an airplane, the pilot doesn't get over the intercom and say, okay, guys, our goal today is to make it to Hawaii, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I'd kind of be freaking out a little bit if the pilot said, this is our goal. Because what do we all think about when we hear goals? We think of something that may or may not be accomplished. And in fact, usually probably doesn't happen, right? I don't want it to be our goal. I want it to be our tar- our destination, right? Like this is where we're going. And that hit me so strongly because for years and years and years, I've heard so many people when they see someone who's successful in business and they haven't yet tasted of of that success or even in a lot of cases even tried a business, they think, oh, that person, like they, they, they got it. They got the Midas touch. They, yeah, they got something special, you know, and, and as if it's like something that they can't do and granted, yes, that person probably worked really hard and got lots of coaching and education and mentoring and like modeled something, but like they, they don't really have, so they know the quote unquote secret, but it's because they learned the secrets. They worked on it. They tried, they adapted, they surround themselves with the right people. It's not something that they were just born with or got quote unquote lucky. I, I believe you create luck, right? But it didn't just happen. So for me, this really resonated because when you focus more on setting targets So it's like you have your destination target. You have where you want to go. And then you set up like you think about an airplane. 
they're constantly course correcting. You know, if an airplane just set their destination and they didn't course correct, they would end up like hundreds or thousands of miles away from their actual target. They, they know where the target, where they want to go, but they're constantly course correcting. And so basically you have to have several targets along the way to reach your, your ultimate target. So that really resonated with me and, and kind of going back to all the people that say, Oh, they got, they know the magic thing. No, it's like, to me, Success in business is not about having the one idea that makes you rich. And that's what so many people are like, oh, I have this really good idea. No, it's about like executing. And what one man can do, another man can do. It's only all you're doing is taking a set of things that work. Like to me, anyone can be successful at business. All they have to do is take a set of proven things that work. Maybe they adapt it kind of to their own situation and they execute on that. They take action and then they adapt and they adjust and then they keep going. And when there's a challenge, they keep pushing through and they keep over overcoming it. Um, and so I've talked to a lot of people. I'm like, yeah, you could have a bit like, Oh yeah, I just don't, I don't know what I would do. And I'm like, Oh, you haven't even looked into it. You haven't even tried. Like there's so much opportunity. You just have to decide that you want to do it. And then like from there, you can figure out what to do. But if you don't even decide you want to do it or believe it's possible, it's never going to happen in the first place. So, so that's that's the next thing, right? So you have to be, uh, I'll talk a little bit about more intentionality, but focus more on, look at, look at what you're trying to accomplish as setting targets. You have some systems in place, you have some things figured out, and then from there, you can just continue to grow. But don't just have the like pie in the sky goal, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, yeah, I hear it all the time, like, I'm gonna do this, yeah. And then like the next month, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But it's like, no, like where you want to go, what do you got to do to get there? Write it out, be intentional about it, know what it's going to take. Like how much do you have to make each month and then break that down even further? How much do you have to make each week? And then what are the actions that you have to do each week to get there? And it's going to be a little bit different for anyone. You know, they call these in a weekly basis or the, the KPIs. What are your key performance indicators? right? You do a certain marketing piece. How many calls do you get out of those many calls? Like how many, wh- whatever, right? Like you, you, you get it. You get what I'm saying? So be very intentional, like map it out. Like you can basically create the destination you want to go. And then you adjust as you go. If you're like a little bit off on your target, you just adapt and adjust and you still get to your destination. It just may be a little bit later, a little early, or the flight's on time or it's a little delayed, right? Or maybe you had to like land somewhere else because of the weather, but then you get back going and you eventually still get to your destination. That's what I want you to understand. Okay, so I want to go back to a little more about being intentional. Being intentional means a lot of things. It's intentional on the goals and the money you want to make, but it's also the life you want to live. So I see two kind of schools of thought on this. I see the, I'll call them the 10Xers, right? You guys know what I'm saying. Or the the Gary Vaynerchuckers or the hustlers, right? Like, it's all true. Like you got to work really hard and there's times where you got to work harder than other times. But then you have the, the opposite people who are like the lifestyle people. And it's like working from the laptop at the beach and just hanging out, sipping on lemonade, like doing nothing all day and just making it rain and getting rich. So, but my belief is what do you want your life to look like? Like how much do you want to work? Do you want to have people working for you or with you? So for me, for example, 
yesterday. Let me just like give you a quick synopsis of my day. Like I, I wake up early and, and I like that. I'm, I'm good with that. Like I enjoy it. Like I love Mondays because I have all these ideas and can't wait to get out and start executing. But I also want to be able to have time and space to be able to go help my coach my kids in sports. Or like this morning, I went and helped my son school. And then yesterday, I went and watched my son surf for a little bit and went running on, on the beach trail. And I like to work out. And then Thursday, we're taking our kids to Universal Studios. I like to be able to do these things, right? But I also enjoy... I enjoy quote unquote working. I don't even consider it work because I enjoy most. I enjoy most of it. Sometimes I end up doing things I don't want to do. That's okay. That's part of the challenge, part of the fun. But you got to like, you got to be careful because I have been in many situations where I've gotten myself in a spot where I'm working way more than I want to. And I kind of take those freedoms away from myself. And it's totally by choice without realizing it's by choice, right? Like I set myself up in the way where that's how. It had to be. So literally, like there are people out there, though. It's kind of crazy. I was listening to a, a call the other day of one of one of my team members that was talking to someone about being in the program. And there was this guy that was literally like, I do not want employees no matter what. Like, I don't care. I don't want them. And so this person is choosing to work long, hard hours and continuously keep those hours going because he doesn't ever want to work with anyone or have employees or partners or, or anything. And so if that's what he wants, like that's cool, but just be intentional about like recognize, like if you want to create a job for yourself and you don't want employees, like you're, that's fine, but just know that and know that if you do want that freedom, if you do want to continue to make money, like you may have to learn how to hire employees and work with them. But just be very intentional, like be very clear about what you want, what do you want it to look like, and then go make that thing happen. I mentioned I wake up at a certain time, like for me, also there was a while where I wasn't putting as much time into focusing on on God, or maybe I was, but not every day, not, not in the way I wanted to. I wanted like my, ideally, like I wake up and I'll have like scripture study, I'll work out every day, spend time with my kids, but also spend a good amount of time working because I wake up early and I can do that. But it's important to to do those things. You know, we have these things that are usually in our hands, our pockets called cell phones that we didn't used to have. And that literally is an addiction. Um, you guys heard me talk about someone close to us who I had to admit into a recovery facility or a sober living home last week. And that really gave a lot of reflection this past week because it got me thinking about how we all have these addictions and his was just manifest in a different way. And it's so important. Like I've had to be very clear to myself that I want to wake up in the morning and I don't want the first thing I do is, is grab my phone. I want to have time for meditating and pondering. And as I've done that uh, more this past week, like it has, it's changed my life in this last week. And if I continue to do it, it will continue to change my life. And the same thing with some of these other things I'm talking about. But you've got to be very intentional. And it starts with being clear on what you want what you want that to look like, setting up the systems to to have that, hiring people if that means hiring people or whatever, but then doing it, executing on it. Like actually not touching the phone. When you say you're not going to touch the phone. Actually doing that scripture study or going for that run or going to the gym, like doing it, being intentional about it and not saying, oh, I, I go, I, I, I still got work. Like 
yesterday when I went and watched my son surf and it just ended up being, you know, one of those magical moments, but I chose it. I was at the office at 4.30 and the sun was about to go down and there's nothing like running on the beach when the sunset. It just kind of recharges you. And I was like, oh, my son's actually surfing on out the surf coach. I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to watch him for a little bit. I'm going to go for a run and... I almost didn't do it because I had a bunch of stuff that I could have done. I almost didn't do it, but I did it, and it was incredible. Even more than the beautiful sunset and watching my son and, and getting some exercise, was it was like that victory of I did it instead of my addiction, which I'll be honest, like I am pulled towards work. I love it, <laughs> and that's okay. That's a good thing, but it can become a bad thing if we don't have that that perspective and that balance and doing the things that we truly want. Okay. So kind of in summary, stop setting goals or, or don't consider them, you know, look at them differently. Consider it a destination or a target and set targets, set things that you need to get reach along the way. And if you're a little behind or a little short, like adjust them and keep going. It's not a matter of, can you do it? How can you do it? And adjusting and adapting as you go. Number two, be intentional about what you want, right? Like know what you want, be clear, write it down, whatever it takes, and then make that happen. And number three, when you do set targets or you set goals, uh, you know, keep the end in mind. Write out what is your goal, come up with a realistic goal, and then come up with a BHAG and try to figure out, can I make that happen? How can I make that happen? I can go deeper uh, into my, like literally this morning, I started writing out my billion dollar plan for 10 years. And the only reason I was able to do that is because I'm constantly thinking about it. It's been a goal of mine ever since Flip Hacking Live that I want to get to a point where I'm making a billion dollars a year. And I'll, another time, maybe I'll go into why I want to do that and all this stuff. And will I get there? I don't, I don't know, but I'm going to go for it. Like, that's my goal. That's my That's my target, right? And I wrote down all the different, like the amounts of money that have to be made at different times. And I have reasoning behind that. And I won't get into that right now, the whole why. and But keep those things in mind, guys. Uh, have your targets. Look at it differently. You're going to do it no matter what. Like, it's a destination. It's not maybe I'll make this. When am I going to make it? Set those. Adjust as you go. Start with the end in mind. Come up with BHAGs and come up with realistic goals. And be intentional about it. So, all right, guys, that's all I got for today. Go do that now because Christmas is around the corner. And before you know it, it's going to be a distraction. It's a great distraction, but it's coming. And you better be ready for it because come January 1st, you want to be ready to hit the ground running. And hit the ground running before January 1st even comes. Hopefully, you're already making these uh, goals or targets on a regular basis. So it's not like, oh, it's the beginning of the year. I'm going to make new. No, you should already like just like be growing from that. So anyway, guys, I would love to hear what your goals or targets are for, uh, for the, for 2019 for, or monthly or whatever that might be. Go ahead and shoot me an email, justin at housewhipinghq.com. Would love to hear it. Um, what else do we got going on? Oh, really quick announcement that we have been, we're doing the beta program for the monthly payment option for the seven figure flipping group and the other coaching programs. If that is something you're interested in, that uh, that is gonna let's see, you guys are gonna get this on today's Tuesday. You're gonna get this on Wednesday. So Thursday is the last day 
that we will be accepting applications for that beta program. So go ahead and go to sevenfigureflipping.com to fill out an application, or you can go to housewhippinghq.com slash coaching if you do not feel like you are yet ready for the seven-figure flipping program. So we would love to work with you if we can help you in any way in 2019 to reach your goals. People are constantly asking us, why, Justin, why is it that your programs help people accelerate their business so much faster than anything out there? And I'll just be totally honest with you. I'd like to say it's this like secret thing, but what it is, it's a, it's the perfect storm. It's high-level coaches, super high-level coaches. Most programs like that do have coaching, it's like people who are brand new in the business and that just doesn't get you as far as fast as as having really high-level seven and multiple seven-figure coaches would. Number two is we put people in the group depending on where they're at in their business. Like It doesn't make any sense for a new investor to be learning with an investor who's doing seven figures. Um, so if you're a successful investor who's doing six figures and you're pushing towards seven figures, being around other people that are in that same boat, you all have the exact same goals. We're talking about the same things. We're moving in that same direction. And those guys working together, like the successful, uh, having that really high level investor as your coach that you can reach out to anytime you want and they know and understand your business and then having access to some of the country's most successful investors that are on the same level and going in the same direction with you and then the third thing is commitment and you you know finding people who are committed and are willing to do the work so it does take work roti return on time invested you build the machine and then it pays you back but it does take work and commitment to build and then maintain that machine that will give you the lifestyle uh, that that you want. And once again, that's up to you. You can build it in the way that you want. If you don't want any employees, cool. We can give you some tips and tricks that'll help add an extra whatever, you know, a couple hundred grand, 300 grand to your bottom line. I don't recommend that way. <laughs> we can show you the better way, which is what most of our members do. That gives them the time freedom and allows them to spend time with their family and doing the things they love. And this time of year, like you have people that are pumped, like, and are loving their life because they can enjoy the holiday season. And you have people that are kind of stressed out, like especially investors because the business owners, like if they don't put in the work, the business stops. And that's not what we want for you. That's no way to live. So anyway, if there's anything at all that we can do to help you out, feel free to reach out. You can reach out to me, Justin at com directly, or you can fill an application at sevenfigureflipping.com and we would love to work with you. All right, guys, other than that, you know what to do. Get out there, take action. The best way to make 2019 the best year ever is by setting those targets now. So have a very merry target-setting December, and we will talk to you next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.